Hi, how are you here? Hello, hello. Okay, perfect. So, um, hi everyone. Uh, this is Marianne and my good brother, business partner. Uh, keep keep it going, keep it going. <laughs> friend, uh, Mark Anthony King. And uh, this is our first pilot. And uh, I decided that this newsletter, I wanted to try a audio and see what you guys feel about, about it. And uh, so me and Mark, a few uh, minutes ago, we tuned in into the energy of this um, audio and yeah. wanted to, you know, be truly intuitive into what, what energy wanted to be uh, spoken through us. And what came up, it was basically uh, practical ways of loving yourself. And that, you know, embarks a lot of different branches in it. Mm -hmm. So um, this is just a conversation between, you know, us and, and you guys that are listening. So let's hit it. We have 20 minutes. So let's go. Let's get and it popping. What, what do you have in, in, in mind uh, about practical ways of Mark? Well, look, the way I see it, practicality is key because for some reason or another, as human beings, we try to complicate everything. Mm. And the way I see it, complication kills execution. Oh, wow. That's, that's a good one. And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Complication kills execution. So the name of the game is simplification. The, the more we simplify something, not only the easier will it be to achieve, but the easier we can stick to it because consistency is key, especially when it comes to self-love. That is so true. So um, what I'm getting from what you're saying, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it reminds me of one of my gurus, uh, Mother Mary, and she always talks about mm. simplicity and she always talks about going back to simplicity. You know, when, you, yeah. when you're getting to a to roll like uh what what's the word um caught up you know in mm. your own world yeah uh, just breathe and come back to simplicity and what i have found in my own self-practice uh you know of loving myself is that that is true is that uh the more simple it is the more i stick to it and the easier it becomes a habit and part of who i am yeah and not so much like something i have to do you know And, uh, and like you said, success is because of that, you know, that's how I definitely have been successful in, in loving myself is because of the simplicity that I have allowed myself to have in those practices. And, um, and I'm getting the sense of also simplicity is also allowing ourselves to, to move from one practice to the other, you know, like maybe yeah. one practice used to serve you, you know, in at some point in your life, but then then different, now you feel different, you know, and then that practice doesn't serve you anymore. So now you move into a different practice. And that's okay. That's another, another aspect of self-love that we have to address. It's the fact that just because something worked for you at one point in your life doesn't mean you have to keep sticking to it because we evolved, you know, nature. If it's not growing, it's either dead or dying. So mm. we've, we've got to be mindful enough to say, you know what, this isn't working for me at this stage of my life. And as far as, simp as far as simplifying things go, what, Mary, what Mother Mary said is so on point. The idea that, that 
we need to get back to a simpler time. We need to get back to, to a less complicated time in our life. You look at, look at when you were most happy in your life as a kid, as a child, and you weren't any, any less mindful or conscious as you are now, but life was simpler. Your expectations were simpler. Your, the things that made you happy, the things that lit you up were far less complicated. I mean, as I was having a conversation with my niece and she seemed to be in a particularly incredible mood. And I asked her, G, her name is Jian, I call her G. I said, G, why are you happy right now? And she said, because today is a great day. And I was like, wow. I was like, why? <laughs> you know, I was like, why? Why is today a great day, G? She said, because I'm with my family. Mm. That was it. That is all she needed to be happy. But what do we need to be happy? Oh, we need to have X amount of money in the bank. People need to treat us the way that we believe they should treat us. They got to they gotta obey our rules for how they should be. Uh, you know, the stars have to align. The planets have to align. People need to be generous and courteous and sweet to us in traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so what are the chances of us truly being happy in that mm-hmm. sense? So... Um... You know, you talked about uh, our expectations, you know, and as soon as you said that, all I could think about was just to have fun. Yeah. If, if, if anything, if we just have this mindset of like, all I need to do is have fun, then things become so much simpler. Because oh, I mean, my when God. I was Infinitely. growing up, I think that that was my only reason for leaving was like when can I get my bicycle <laughs> when can I become Super Mario brother by the way Yvonne like my sister my bigger sister I'm never gonna you know forget that I was always Luigi <laughs> so my thing yeah. was like, okay when when will I ever get to be Mario when will I ever get to um go and ride my bike and be with my yeah. uh friends and etc you know or go to the pool or whatever you know it was so such a simple thing you know and and yeah, yeah. now as an adult I catch myself doing the same thing you know when I caught up I'm like okay Marina all you have to do is go have fun you know what it is that you want to do go paint go ride the bicycle do whatever you know walk in nature whatever it is um maybe sometimes it's just listening to music you know and singing out loud sometimes just faking that I'm laughing and that I'm happy until I actually feel that I am yeah you know and and um, this is this is amazing because what in essence what you're what you're saying is that the first step that we need to take in order to simplify things and to be happier is to identify what our rituals are. Mm. You know, rituals are such a key aspect in, in humanity. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Roots, the story mm-hmm. of, of Kunta Kinte, but in essence... There's a moment, there's a ritual that they perform in the movie where you've got the boys are taken from their, from their tribe and they're taken to this secret, this secret place and you have all the elders there and they have these huts and they're doing all these rituals and, and I mean, I don't want to get into graphic detail, but they perform, yeah. they perform a ritual circumcision on, on these boys. Oh, and this is, this is a ritual that says, hey, I was a boy and now I'm a man. 
You look at basketball players. Basketball players have rituals that they do the night before the game, the morning before the game. They prime themselves physically and emotionally so that they're not a spectator in their success. They're not a spectator in their life. They're an active creator of their life, of their energy, of their emotions. Mm. So I think the first most crucial step is create some better rituals. Create some better, better rituals aside from getting up and, you know, complaining that it's Monday and then checking Facebook to, to see all, all your friends that just talk about the, the election and all the stuff that's going on in the world and all these horrible things. It's like, how? <laughs> Explain to me how are you going to be happy that way? How are you simplifying things that way? Right. So let's talk about, because I feel like we're entering that realm of, actually giving the tools of how to practically uh, practice self-love, right? And yeah, truly, what is self-love? You know, let's talk a little bit about what that is. And then we'll give you guys a few uh, things that we do uh, in order to practice that. And uh, what is self-love for you, Mark? Well, just to, clear, just to clear the air a little bit for the men that are listening, self-love is not just something that you practice in the shower. It's something that you practice in life. Okay, so get your minds out of the gutter. Self-love is it's something that I, I struggled with. I think we all do inherently because of the way that we grow up, because of our limiting beliefs and, and just the way, that, the way that life tends to happen to us until we take control of life. So... Self-love was this really esoteric, seemingly unattainable thing. But now it's the simplest thing in the world. To me, self-love is being the president of your fan club, being your biggest cheerleader, being, being the one person who says, yes, you can, if mm. everybody else is saying, no, you can't. It's being your biggest supporter. And you have to look at what your ultimate goal is in life, what your ultimate goal is, even, even in your day or in, 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 in any area of your life. What is my goal? What is my target? Self-love means, am I doing everything I can to support and facilitate attaining that goal, attaining that feelings? That's self-love to me. It's, it's complete, complete unconditional support for yourself. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing. Of course. Um... So for me, self-love. Wow, that's a big one, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're a love bug. I talk about it usually. Um, well, for me, you know, the fact that I can hug myself and kiss myself in the arm and, and you know, and, and tell myself I love you and look myself in the mirror yeah. and, and yeah. see myself and, and, be, and truly be able to look at my eyes, you know, and say I love you, yeah. you know, that, that's a huge um step for uh for me and that that's when i realized this is practicing self-love you know yeah. and also uh for me self-love is to really allow all my parts to show up to be seen whatever they may be whether they may <gasps> wait, come wait, from shadow even the shadow side they may come from light you know to truly just allow <laughs> them to be seen yeah. and to be heard and to be nurtured and, uh, I, and there's so many ways you can do this, right? And so many different ways that they show up. But in essence, you know, that's, you know, what I think uh, self-love is for me. You know, if I'm, if I'm angry, not to 
not to uh, put down that anger, but to allow it to just be seen and to be heard, you know, that's self-love. You know, if I'm happy and I'm celebrating, then also allowing that celebration to be seen and to be heard. Uh, and uh, yeah, so kind of, I mean, I know this is a big topic and we can go on for, forever. And, and I hope we do. I, I hope we never stop talking about this. <laughs> and we will. But uh, so let's talk a, a little bit about practical tools that people can start to use today. So uh, in their own, you know, time uh, to practice self-love. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and to elaborate more on what you said about showing the good, showing your shadow, about when you're having an incredible moment or when you're having a not so incredible moment, experience it. Mm. And that, that all boils down to one thing. And that's, in my opinion, the first step in loving yourself. And this might be the most difficult thing for people to do because we do this unconsciously. But it's, it's crucial and it's critical. And that is if you want to practice self-love, you have to stop judging yourself negatively. You have to. Mm. So what would you uh, can give us as an example of how to use this tool of uh, stopping, you know, this judgment uh, on our own selves? So the... What's one way of doing that? One, one really practical way I can think of is listening to your self-talk, listening to that little voice in your head. Whenever you mess up, whenever you say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, whenever, whenever you feel like you just did not show up as your best self. Be mindful. Take a step back. Dissociate from the moment and ask yourself, what's going on? What is the voice in my head saying? Is it saying that you're not smart enough? Is it calling you derogatory names? Is it belittling you? Is it beating you down? That's a form of judgment. So listen to it and then remember there is, a, there is a positive intent behind the worst of action. So ask yourself, what is this voice trying to tell me? What is, what is the, the positive intention behind this voice? And this is, this is exercising looking for the good where you only see bad. Remember, we only, we only see bad for one reason because we're looking for it. Exactly. That's it. Good and bad exist in the same space there is order and chaos simultaneously around you what you see is a matter of choice i was at the airport recently just to tell a quick story and i thought to myself i want to be mindful and i want to see the good and the bad i don't just want to see life through my own filter i want to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that order and chaos exist simultaneously so i took in a deep breath i centered myself just like you taught me <laughs> and, and I just opened my eyes and I turned off my mind. And at the same time, I saw two things. To my left, I saw a couple leaving the airport. It was a man and a woman. And the man was, was I couldn't tell what, what he was saying, but he was gesturing aggressively. He was behaving really aggressively. And, and I, can, I can tell by just his body language that what he was saying was not something that it was something that he would likely regret later. And at that moment, I thought to myself, wow, 
is this what my gender has been reduced to? Is this what relationships are about? Is this what, is this what it's going to inevitably end up as? But then to my right, I saw a man with a huge smile on his face walking into the airport with about three dozen roses. And I mean, he looked, he looked like a child on Christmas morning. And I thought to myself, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, wow, this man is here to pick up his lady. He is excited. He misses her. He's showing up with roses. He's happy. He's in love. Wow. This is what my gender is about. Being a gentleman, being chivalrous, being loving, being kind, being thoughtful. So to my left and to my right were two opposing forces. There was order and chaos. Now, what do you choose to see? Mm, what, that is the question. That's the question. So we have number one to not judge yourself and do that exercise that Mark talked about to really allow yourself to see what actually is there for you uh, below the surface, you know, and what's truly happening within you and what's asking to be seen from you. Uh, And I think this allows a second one, which is to practice forgiveness towards yourself, because in order to forgive others, we must forgive ourselves first. And, you know, to say, you know, it's okay if I call myself today dumb, you know, it's okay. I'm sorry. I love you. Thank you. You know, like practicing Oponopono, which is a mantra Mm. where you say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. On and on, you know, and if you just, you don't have to even know what you're being uh, forgiving yourself for, but if you're feeling that you need to forgive yourself for whatever reason, just allow yourself to use this mantra, which is beautiful. Yeah, that, and, that part uh, of you, know, you will be healed, will be forgiven. And so, yeah, and such a simple uh, mantra, you know, like, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And, uh, and I think also one of the things that I don't think we have talked about, which I think is the number one or one of the top uh, practical ways of starting to love yourself is to set the intentions oh, my of goodness, loving yes. yourself, you know? Everything in life for me is about intention. If you do something and if there's no intention behind it, it's almost like, yeah, there's energy there, but it doesn't know where it's going to go because there's no intention to it. And there's a danger. So, and, you know, and you talked about rituals in the morning before you get up. Why don't we practice before getting up in the morning, you know, today and all days to come, I choose to love myself. Simple as that. Intention right there. And, you know, and then on you go into your daily life or set more intentions or do other rituals, you know, whatever uh, you feel like doing. Uh, I, I, I do that. I set my intentions in the morning before I get to bed. I hug myself. I say hello to my inner child. And then I get up from bed. And lately I've been doing that thing that you talked about where I, I look at the phone and I'm like, oh, my God. And I start to judge myself for it. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? No, I'm going to say I'm sorry. That's it, you know, because we all get in the wagon and we leave the wagon and we get back in the wagon. You know, it just is how it's up. You know, it's like the I was I, I always heard this thing where they say, you know, the life, the um, life is about leaving home and coming back home, you know. Yeah. And that's I think that's that's part of the game, you know. So we're about to hit the 20 marker, 20 minute marker. So uh, we have 40 seconds to go. So uh, thank you for everybody to, for listening to us and anything else that you want to add, Mark? You said that you need to set the intention. And I think that life is composed of many areas. So 
the practical advice I want to leave you guys on is pick an area of your life, physical, finances, love, romantic relationships, work, figure out what you want to accomplish and set yourself up emotionally so that you can accomplish that, so you can achieve that target. And just pick one thing, pick one area of your life and just set the intention for that area. Let's think about love. Today, I want to make sure that I make my partner feel like they are the most special man or woman in the world. Set that intention. And just watch how beauty manifests itself. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Mark, for uh, joining me and joining our tribe. And uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed this little uh, pilot. And we hope that you guys give us some feedback and and that we, um, we're here for you. Know that energetically. And uh, you guys can find us on Facebook and emails and all that. And uh, you'll have the information on, on the email. So take care, everybody. And remember, love yourselves. Could not have said it better myself. This is, this is who we are. This is us, unscripted, unedited, raw, but full of love, full of intention, full of, full of the desire and, and the need to serve humanity. To, to remember, life, life is a race, but we run that race together and we cross that finish line hand in hand. Amen, brother. <laughs> we are one. All right, guys. Till next we'll time. See you and uh, take care. Bye. Bye, guys.